Okay, good morning, everybody. Good Tuesday. Okay, today's share should be for a continued for Shlema for Holy Soul, including all the wounded in Eretz Yisrael, and Kosh Baruch should continue to give us extra Shmira, and all the Shvoyim should return safely and unharmed Bikarov. Okay, today's daf, we are on Chof Aleph Amun Beis. We can do a very little bit of Gemara today, and then we're going to chaza the so many halachic topics, halach lamaisa, that because we covered so much ground last week, I just want to... Um, Sort of do a little house cleaning before we go on. So we're going to do a few lines right now. And we are still, we were talking last week if someone comes in middle of davening and they're not going to catch up. The Tzibor already started Shimon Esrei. Uh, if they're not going to be in time to answer Kedusha or Modim, they shouldn't, they shouldn't start Shimon Esrei. They should wait till the Chazar, so shots complete, is finished. And then we saw a difference between Modim and, and Kedusha. We'll go back to this in a couple minutes. But now the Gemara is going to add one more piece. And we are right now, let's see, two, four, we are about, oh, about 20 lines down. Chaf Aleph Amun Beis, it says, um, um, the first word of the line is Asara. The first word of the line is Asara. We just spoke about last week the source of a minion, and Rav Moshe's uh, somewhat controversial halacha regarding including a minion, someone who was Mechal Shabbos before Hesiel. We'll get to that in a minute. But now the Gemara says, Udekuli Alma. Everyone agrees, Mifsak Lopasik. Everyone agrees that if you're in the middle of Shimon Esrei, the silent Amida, and you hear the Chazin starting to say Kedusha or Modim, you do not stop and say it, because it'd be a hefsake, but you listen. Remember, we saw last week the Machlokas, Rashi, and Tosros, which we'll get back to momentarily, where the Shomea Kona, what the mechanism, how one is fulfills a mitzvah when he just listens, is it equal to speaking, or does it take the place of speaking? We'll get back to that in a minute. But the Gemara says, I have one more question. Ibailu, one more question. Mahu lehafsik lehishmei rabba or lehishmei gadam vorach. What is the halacha if someone is in the middle of Shemona Esrei, and you hear the chazin or Kaddish Rabban, you hear him saying um, Kaddish. Do you stop and answer yehishmei rabba? Do you listen quietly? What's the halacha? Now, we just said you don't stop for a Kedusha, you don't stop from Odim. And the Gemara says, what about Yehishmei Rabbah? So everyone, so right off the bat, the question is obvious. Why would you think stop for Yehishmei Rabbah if you're not stopping for Kedusha? What's understood in this is that Yehishmei Rabbah must be on a higher level. We'll have to see why in a minute. So the Gemara says, Ki also Ravdimi, when Ravdimi came from Eretz Yisrael to Bavel, Amar Rabbi Hudev, Rabbi Shimon, Tamidid, Rabbi Yochanan, Amri, the students of Rabbi Yochanan said as follows, Lakol ain't mafsikin. We never stop a middle Shimon Esrei for anything, meaning for Kaddish, for, sorry, for a Kedush or Modim, except, or Baruchu, except, Chutz min Yehishmi Rabbah HaGadol Mavorach, Shafilu Oseik v'maisei Merkava Poseik. When Yechezkel was shown the celestial vision of what's going on in Kalapi Shmaya upstairs, that was the ultimate level of concentration, of mystical uh, contemplation. And he says, even if you're involved, even if you're involved, says Rabbi Yochanan, in the Maise Merkava, we require complete 110% uh, concentration, you would still stop for Yeshmei Rabbah. Turns out we do not paskin like that. So the Gemara says, in the end, you do not stop for Yeheshmei Rabbah. So what I'd like to do, the Gemara now takes a very interesting turn at talking about different proofs 
um, or different questions, Rabbi Huda, why he says Balkari can think about Torah, it goes on to Machshefa, we'll get this tomorrow. Tomorrow we're going to talk about whether magic shows are permitted halachically and the implications of, uh, of watching magic or, or hiring magician. We'll get to that tomorrow. That's tomorrow's Gemara. But today I want to wrap up a lot of loose ends. <clears throat> so the Gemara discusses now Yeheshmei Rabbah. We'll start with that, so then we'll go backwards. So the Gemara Tosfos, if, for those who were here at the beginning of the Masech, the Tosfos said in Daf Gimel and Aleph that Yeheshmei Rabbah is such a unique tefillah and the reason why we say it in Aramis and not, and not in Hebrew, it's such a beautiful tefillah that the Malachim would be jealous if they understood it. It's such a Yeheshmeg, Meraba, Mavorach, Leolam, Leolam, Elmaya. Hashem's name should be blessed forever. And through, if you look at the whole Kaddish, it's such a beautiful tefillah, says Tosfos. He brings this opinion. He says, I don't like it because there are other many, many tefillahs that are also beautiful that are also in Hebrew. But the point is, it's an unbelievable tefillah. <clears throat> There, uh, the question is, why is it such a, wh- how do we see the Gemara, do they bring any sources or any, any examples to show that it's an unbelievable tefillah? So the truth is, we saw in Baruch Gimel Lamed Aleph, I'm going to read it out loud, we'll say it as follows. When Benesol enters a shul or a or base medrash, and they say, let Hashem's name be great, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Rosho, Kaddish Baruch Hu starts to, to shake and to, to shuckle, so to speak. How fortunate is the king whose people, whose subjects, praise him to such a high degree. And yet, I went ahead and in, in distress, he says, I had to go ahead and to, uh, to, to exile my children. And woes to my children that were um, <clears throat> exiled from their, from their father's table. But we see it, the response that evokes Makadosh Baruch And another Gemara, Shabbos, Daf, Kuf, Yotas, we're all familiar with, Amr, B'Shub, and Levi, Anyone who answers Yeshmei Rabbah with full concentration, full strength, and unfettered by other thoughts, Korun lo gzardino. tears up any negative decrees about that individual. So we see the koach. So ultimately we say that Allah is not like him, that you do not stop for Yeheshmei Rabbah to answer Yeshmei Rabbah. But the thought was that it was even greater than, than, than Baruchu and Kedusha and Modim. And now we understand why. If you say it, it has such power, Baruch loves hearing it, that it will tear, upon, tear, our, tear apart any decrees that we have. So let's go back for the beginning of the, the, what we did in the last daf. So I, I, this is the first time I did this, but I, I'm, <clears throat> I'm going to title this All the Allah Chalamaisah from Daf Chaf Aleph. So let's just review a couple of things we said last week. The first thing is we said that Modim de Rabbanon is the only part of Shemona Esrei that the Tzibor has to say aloud with the Chazin. And we brought the Avud Raham. I finally found the Avud Raham. The Avud Raham was a Rishon who wrote a Siddur. And all of his commentary that we take from him is based on this commentary in the Siddur. So I finally found it over the weekend. So I just want to tell you, it's a little bit deeper than I said that you can't outsource. He says that you can't outsource things, which is why you go ahead and have to say it yourself. You can't rely on the chazan. He says whenever a, a, a someone, an Eved, would want to give thanks to his master, he would never employ a third party to do it. You could employ a third party to go ahead and ask for a request for you. Like we, we rely on the chazan for all the other brachos. Why? Because that's a bakasha. That's in our, to our benefit. We're asking our Sparkle to heal us, to forgive us, to give us knowledge, to give us sustenance, to listen to our tefillahs, to rebuild Yerushalayim. No one would ever deny that he sent the shaliach on his behalf to go ahead and ask for the bakashos. 
But to subjugate yourself, to say, thank you, you are my master, we could always say, I didn't send the shaliach. You could always deny that. So that's why the Vudram says you can't send, you can't rely on a third party to go ahead and ask or to give Hakar Satov to Hakar Shbarchu. You have to do it yourself. The only part of Shemon right where the Tzibur has to get involved because you can't outsource it because he says you can't outsource Hakar Satov because that person can always deny it. I never sent that person. And since a person can always deny that, we don't want to rely on that and a person would, and therefore you have to do it yourself. And he brings a Pasuk, which I didn't know until I read this yesterday, uh, on Sunday. He says, Dovra Melech says in Tehillim Parak, Kuf Mem, Amarti Lashem Hashem Atah. Dovra Melech says, I myself have crowned you king. Amarti Lashem, Amarti Zani Amar. I said, yeah, Amarti, I said, Hashem Atah. You are God. Dovra Melech doesn't rely on someone else to crown a Kaddish Baruch and give thanks. He himself does it. And that's what the Avudram bases the concept of Modem de Rabbanon, that we go ahead and we say it ourselves. And we, however, for the for the rest of Shemon Esway, we can rely on the Chazin. Now, <clears throat> something we did not discuss. When you are the Chazin, the, the Shaliach Tzibor, how are you supposed to go ahead during Chazar Shatz and approach Modim? So the halacha is that the real reason why we go ahead and have Chazar Shatz, the real reason we have Chazar Shatz is for those people who are, don't know and not able to say it by themselves. So there are a lot of people, when they say modem, when they're the chazan, they say it in an undertone. That's completely incorrect. What we're supposed to do is say the first three words, modem and achrelach, out loud. Wait, pause, wait for the seaboard to say modem dirabaran. Give them whatever it is, 20, 25 seconds. Then continue out loud. Every single word has to be said out loud because you have people who are relying on you. <clears throat> in fact, listen to what the Mishnah Brewer says. He says, There are those who say the first beginning of it, and just at the very, very end, they raise the voice, the chazin. But they say most of the modim in an undertone. It's not, Lo yuchal, it says philosophy, they are shot. So anyone who's listening is not fulfilling their obligation of chazar's shots. I have no idea where this uh, emanated from. At the very, very least, Svivo, at the very, very least, you have to have nine other people hearing every word you say. Otherwise, you can't, you're not Yotzi the Bracha. So, again, the, the Eliyahu Rabbah and the Mishnah Bursa, the first few words, you say it loud, and the Chazan should stop. Giving everyone ample time, all the Tzibor, to go ahead and say Modem Drabanan quietly, and then the Chazan should continue every word out loud. Now, in light of this, he says, there must be nine people, says the Mishnah Bura, who are listening to the Chazan. We really, it's a problem during Chazan Shas in general. We're really not supposed to talk. If you don't have a Chazan, especially if you have, you know, you're at a uh, minion, a, a makeshift minion in, a, in an airport, and you have ten people, and then you have two people talking, you're not Yosef Chazan Shas. You have to have at least nine people listening. So it's something to take into account if you're the Chazan or if you're the Tzibor. Whatever it is, you can point out to the Chazan quietly afterwards, never to embarrass him. But the future, he can do it this way. Okay, next. That is Farzim Odin Drabanon. The Gemara also said, we said last week, that if you come into shul and you start davening and you're daydreaming and you realize that on Shabbos you're saying a vachadik Shemon Esri, you're saying a Shemon Esri, you all of a sudden, Shabbos morning and you, and you don't notice it until you start pounding your chest and you realize if someone nudges you, you're not supposed to be doing that on Shabbos. So what do you do? Do you stop in the middle of the bracha or do you finish the bracha? So we said that you always finish the bracha and then you stop. And then you stop. And the reason we said, the Rosh, the Rosh, the Bishonim say, because really, the truth is, we're supposed to say all 19 brachos on Shabbos three times. 
Mariv Shachwas and Mincha. You're supposed to say, but the Chachamim were Mekel, they made a Takana. Because davening is so super long already, even without the announcements, um, <laughs> sorry, it's so super long already, then, um, then they, they, they were Mekel and you can make a shorter Shemona Esrei. But the truth is, Mekel Adin, you were supposed to say all 19 brachos. Not so when it comes to Musaf. Since there is no, generally no Musaf on a weekday, there is no whole Shemona Esrei for Musaf. If you find yourself during Musaf, Saying the, a, a weekday Shemona you stop in the middle of the bracha. That's what we pass in Allah. And they say, based on this reason, because during the week, during on Shabbos, you're supposed to be saying really all 19 brachas. But there is no parallel for that when it comes to Musaf. So if all of a sudden you're in Slach Lanu, you, and it's Musaf, you stop, even if you said Shem Hashem, you stop the bracha in the middle. That's Allah. If it's Friday night or Shabbos morning or Mincha and you're saying Slach Lanu, you finish Slach Lanu. I'm just picking on Slach Lanu just because most time people wake up when they start hitting themselves. Uh, but th- you stop in, you finish the bracha if it's Shachris, Mincha, or Mariv and Shabbos. But by Musaf, you stop in the middle of the bracha. Okay, that's the next halacha. Now, we also said, this was a very fascinating question. We also said last week, if someone comes into Shimona Esrei, and they realize that they are not going to finish, oh, sorry, they're, they're late to davening, and the, the tzibah already started Shimon Esrei. You have to calculate, if you can get to Kedusha before the, the Chazan gets the Kedusha, according to one opinion, that's the, that's the litmus test. Then you can start. If you're not going to reach Kedusha, and you're not going to be able to answer it, don't say, don't say start Shimon Esrei. Wait till after Chazan's shots. Shimon Levi said, wait until Modim. If you can't... They say you can get to it. Right. So you walk in, the zebra started two minutes before you. And you, you figure out what time they started. If you look at the Chazin space, he's right up to Modim. So if you were to start Shimon Esrei now, there's no way you're going to finish Shimon Esrei before they, they get to Dusha. The other opinion was, you're not, if you're not going to get to, if you're not going to finish Shimon Esrei before they get to Modim, because you have to answer Modim, don't start Shimon Esrei. The following question was brought by the, by the Be'er Lacha, who was the Mishnah Berurah. The Chafetz Chaim, all the same person, said as follows says, what happens if a person in general just has a very, very, very long Shemona Esrei? Even if you start with the Chazan, even if you start with the, with the Tzibor, your Shemona Esrei is three times the length. You know, guys come back from Eretz, we should all be like that, but the guys come back from Eretz Israel and they have a really, really long Shemona Esrei. So does it apply then also? Should I wait now? I'm starting with the Tzibor, but I know with my Shemona Esrei is 12 minutes, theirs is four minutes. So there's no way I'm going to be done. So he has a suffix. He says, the whole reason... He says, Nistapakti, I'm, 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 I'm in doubt. Why? Because if I'm not starting, does anyone know what's considered tefillah b'tzibor, by the way? When we say you're supposed to daven tefillah b'tzibor, just by a show of hands, what is, how many people say, saying barcha with the, with the crowd is tefillah b'tzibor? How many people saying shema with the crowd? How many people, we're going to get to pick one, pick one. <laughs> or how many people say shemon esrei with the tzibor? Okay, let's assume that within shemon esrei, does that mean at any time you start, as long as they're davening Shemona Esrei, that's considered tefillah b'tzibor? You have to start together. Oh, the first brachos, uh, up until Akel HaKadosh, that's considered, if you, if they're ready, let's just say they started four minutes ago, and they're all modim, you see everyone bowing, and you start Shemona Esrei, that's not considered tefillah b'tzibor. Tefillah b'tzibor means when you start Shemona Esrei, at the same time as the, as the tzibor. Quick, quick question. Please. Well, you said before about modim, if the Shlech tzibor messes up, why doesn't the modim b'rabonim bail you out? It's a different tefillah. The, this was concept, a, it's the same concept. It's the same concept, but the, but the is different because we have to be mechadish dover. If remember what we said, so it's a, it's a different thing. We're saying why does he have to repeat the words? Oh, what I'm saying is that why are you not yotzer 
with you <clears throat> Rabbanon, if he if he messed up and he didn't say it out loud. Oh, because it's a it's a different tefila. I mean, yeah, I mean they, they institute a different tefila, but <clears throat> because the one who's listening is the one who's the one who's really being yotze is the one who can't say it on himself. So this is our response to him, but the, the actual tefila is still the shulan esrei. He's he can be yotze moten the rabbanon, assuming he can say it, but he won't be yotze the full tefila blachash because uh, because the chazal shatz is part of the tefila blachash. It's just a repetition of that. So now, <clears throat> getting back to this. So give me one. Give me one second. I'll, yeah. Okay. Might as well go. So I always thought that uh, as long as you, as long as you, if the seabor is in Shmonasre and you're running late, as long as you get to your Shmonasre while the seabor is in Shmonasre, that is all. That's not really considered tefillah with seabor. The actual tefillah with is when you start Shmonasre together. There's no other opinion that says as long as the seabor is in Shmonasre. There might be. That's the halach is that usually we consider tefillah with seabor if you start with them. Now, if they start ten seconds before you, that's fine. If they start three minutes before you, that's a problem. So now, so let me ask the following. So here he's saying as follows. If you go ahead and you start with them, that's considered tefillah b'tzibor. So even if, again, I'm talking about the yeshiva student, or actually not just yeshiva, any, anybody who has a long shmanas, right? <clears throat> they're, they're supposed to wait to start if they know they're not going to make kedusha with the chazan. But that's if they're starting late and they already violated, they already missed the opportunity for tefillah b'tzibor. Maybe tefillah b'tzibor, if he starts with the, with the, with the chazan and the tzibor, that should override, even if he's going to miss Kedusha or Modim. And Ber Lecha says he's misopic, he doesn't know the answer, and he would think, <coughs> excuse me, that starting, even if Yishmael Esrei is really super long, that starting with the tzibor should override the possibility of missing, of missing Kedusha or Kaddish. Now, on, on, <coughs> on Friday nights, yes. Some opinions would say that you should speed up your Shmonasrei so you can say so no one, Yeah, so no one... Together. Right, so Bechul is a separate thing because there's eight dos and you have to have two people. You could always say it afterwards together with someone else. But yeah, there was, the other reason to marv is because you don't really want to let anyone walk home alone. In the olden times, the whole reason we have Magi and Avos now is we say sort of a Chazar Sashat at, at, at Friday nights because we don't want people walking home alone. But yeah. But so my question Point. is, is there, is there any daytime... Uh, I mean, if you, someone needs kavana to, to daven, I mean, everyone's kavana is on a different level. It's hard to say you have to speed up, but this was, this was exactly was his question. Should you speed up, I guess, or if you know, you, or, or should you uh, daven anyway? And he seems to lean, but he's, he's not exactly sure, but he thinks that it's, uh, it's better to start with the tzibor, and then you'll be honest. You started, you can't, <clears throat> we've discussed this in the past. There's a very, very off-target. Off There's a very, very famous machlokas between the Balamor and the Ramban. If, are you allowed to go ahead and uh, do a bris milah on a Thursday? Because you know the, the most painful time is Shabbos. And part of, the, uh, part of the healing process was to warm up water for the baby's uh, makomila. <clears throat> so it's called ishtapechamimah. So the question is, are you, do we say that ain the mitzvah el shaita? You only look at the hair and now. Right now, the baby needs it. So I, it doesn't matter what's going to happen. In other words, I can't worry about, if I do a mitzvah now, I can't worry about it's going to put me in a situation where I'm going to be in trouble. Going on a, going on a boat, for example, <clears throat> before Shabbos. So to here. Do we say that you can't put yourself in any situation which may arise a problem if you're doing a mitzvah now? Or do we say, no, you just worry about the mitzvah now. What, what comes will, will come. Right now, he says, you're supposed to start tefillah b'tzibor. You start tefillah b'tzibor. You're doing something mutter, and actually, it's a mitzvah to, to start tefillah b'tzibor. In seven minutes, when they get up to Kedusha, you're still davening? You're an honest. It's not your... 
If you shouldn't have started, that's one thing. But you're supposed to start. You're supposed to have a tefillah And if you find yourself in a situation that you would do something right and you find yourself in a difficult situation, you don't have to worry about that. That's a very well known machlokas in the Gemara, or Lezer Domila, in Shabbos. Okay, next. We also say that what happens if you come to Shemona you come to Shul, and you, or even if you're home, you don't remember if you dive in Shemona We said that you're really not, if you're sure that you already did Shimon Esrei, and you're, you're repeating Shimon Esrei, you're saying it a second time. You woke up again, you went, uh, you had a drink, and uh, whatever, you davened, came back from the wedding, you have no recollection whether you davened Shimon Esrei at the wedding or not. And now you're sobered up, you start to Shimon Esrei, and you say, this is deja vu, I davened already. So if you're sure you davened, you stop. If you're not sure you davened, you can continue. But you should try to be mechadish something, right? We said, you should try to give something new, just in case you already davened. So here's what Allah says. Oh. That's something else, yeah, because I'll get to that in a second, because we don't, so if you start davening thinking that you already davened, that means you're, sorry, that you did not daven Marv, that means you're starting it as you're obligated to. You can't switch what we call a tefillah schova to a tefillah nadava, an optional one, mitzvah nesrei. You can't change the status mitzvah nesrei. So if it turns out you already davened the Marv, and now this turns out to be a tefillah nadava, you have to stop, because when you started, you thought you were a chova. But now in the middle, you realize, oh my God, I davened already. You, you can't continue because it's weird. But the outset of the halach is if the outset of Shemar Esrei was B'Tor HaSchova, that you had to daven, you can't change it midstream. So listen to what the Shulchan Aruch says. Yeah, so, right, because we said, if you remember last week, we really hold that you should be davening all day long. So, Generally, Suffolk the Rabbanon Lakula, you're 100% correct. But also, it turns out that Shema, let's say, is a Doraisa, right? So, if you're a Shema, you dive, you dive in Mariv. And even by Mariv, we still, that really a person should be davening all day long. We really need that, that much uh, Bakash and Rachman from Hashem. The only one that you don't is by Mariv, technically. There are some people say, because Mariv is a Shus. We still hold it better to daven, but there are those people who say that by Mariv, if you're not sure, you don't have to, since Mariv is Rishos, we'll get to the next parak. What does it mean that Mariv is Rishos? Does it, it means that's really optional. The sheet of the Bahag is once you daven Mariv once, for you it becomes a chova. So the first time a bar mitzvah boy davens Mariv, it's no longer Rishos. The Rambam says it doesn't have a defined time. Toso says it's, it's a lesser mitzvah. It's not that it's not a mitzvah, it just takes a back seat. We'll get to that next. We'll now, get to being, that next. That's the Bahag. That's the Balakas goes. Exactly. So now, listen to what the Shulchan says. In Mesupak, in if you're not sure if you daven, Shimon Esrei, let's just say Shachris, you woke up late, 10 o'clock, it was Shavuos morning, you don't remember if you stayed up all night, or you, you daven before, you wake up now, 9 o'clock, you go and go to Shul, you're not sure. Um, if you're Mesupak, whether you daven, Shimon Esrei, you don't have to make something new. We said, if you're going to daven a second Shimon Esrei, as an Adava, you have to add a new Bakasha. It can't be the exact same thing that you davened before. But if you're not sure if you davened, and now you davened Shemun Esrei, either for the first time or the second time, you're just not sure, you do not have to be, go ahead and add something. Aval says the Mechaber, the Shulchan Aruch, Aval Mbari Loshe Spalal, if you're sure that you did, that you ba, that you did daven, Einu Chos Mespalal Blo Chiddush. At that point, if you can make a second Shemun Esrei, you have to add a new Bakasha. I should have a successful uh, business transaction. I should be able to have extra kofos to understand the Gemara today. I should have Shalom Bayis, whatever it is. If you're going to add a Shemon Esrei, you can dive in 12 times a day. The Gemara said we saw last week, Really, we should be davening. The Anshay Yerushalayim used to come an hour before davening, stay an hour after davening, not the half hour that we do. We're really supposed to be davening all day long. 
Chutz mitfilas Musaf Shemus Palos Omen Dava, except for Tfilas Musaf. Tfilas Musaf was never given as an Adava in the first place. It was a carbon chov, but we discussed this. Women may be paturos for Musaf because they were not part of the Machtis Hashekel. We discussed this a few a few months ago. <coughs> okay. And on Shabbos and Yontif, you never give a Dava and a Tfilas and Dava because you never brought a carbon Adava on, on Shabbos and Yontif. Okay. So that's the halacha as far as that's concerned. Now we spoke about last week's Shomea Ka'ona. If you remember, Shomea Ka'ona means sometimes listening is equal to, to saying it yourself. The, the greatest example is Mikra Megillah. We rely on the Balkore to go and fulfill our mitzvah. We said that if someone is in the middle of Shmona Esrei and you hear Kedusha, what do you do? So it's a big machlokas. We saw machlokas Rashi Tosos. We, Rashi says, stop and listen. Tosos says, if you stop and listen, it's as if you said it, and it's a hefseg. So you can't do that. The Ritva says the only time you're allowed to say Shemek Ona works if you yourself can say it. But here, since you can't say it because it's a hefseg, listening will not, equal, will not work. Forget about the Ritva for a second. Again, the Ritva says Shemek only, only can work. Listening is tantamount to hearing, only if, to saying, only if you're able to say it. If you're not able to say it, then you can't say Shemek Ona. But we saw Rashi Tosos. Rashi said that if you stop and listen, that's, and that's how we paskin, by the way, stop and listen, your yoke says Shemeach, Kedusha, through Shemeach Ona, Kaddish, Modim, everything. Tosos says it works so well, Shemeach Ona, that if you actually stop and listen, it's as if you actually articulated and recited Kedusha, in which case you would violate, because it's a hefsek, it's considered a hefsek. So we said, if you remember, that Tzion Lanefeshchaya, who was the Tzlach, who was the Nod Behuda, said the way to understand this machlokas is Rashi just says, there's a new halacha, that whatever speaking can achieve, listening can achieve. Whereas Tosfos says, according to the way the Nod Behuda understood it, that when you hear something, it says if it transformed into an actual saying it. Therefore, if you listen to Shema, uh, Kedusha, it's a, it's a hefsek. So listen to what he says as follows. So, by the way, how do we, so just la'alacha, just so, so we can paskin, it's important to understand. We paskin like Rashi, the Mechaber says, Eino posik lo kadish lo kedusha, you do not stop to answer kadish or kedusha. Ela yishtok v'yechavin, but sit silent, listen, v'yechavin lo m'sha omer shatz v'yekaona. Listen to what the shaliach says, and as if it'll be, you answer. Shomea kaona, v'yekaona. It'll be as if you answer, not like, like you did answer, but like, like you answers. And he says, the Kaddish includes Yehoshimei Rabbah, and this way you'll be, you fulfill your mitzvah. But listen to what he says, just an important halach. He says, the Mechaber says, Shemona Esrei ends by Baruch HaTashem HaMavarech HaMavarech Before you start Elokai Nitzur, you can answer everything. Elokai Nitzur is not part of the Shemona Esrei. It's an additional tefillah we have, where we add Bakashos, Pesach Levi, Vesarasecha, no one else should speak badly about me, right? Good things, and you can add an extra tefillah. We discussed in the past, you can add your pasuk. If you, a lot of people have, before they say, take the three steps back, they add a pasuk that starts with their name, and the, uh, the first letter starts with their first letter, and, uh, and, and the last letter um, ends with the last letter of their name. But it's not part of the Ikrash Manasrein, therefore, if you hear Kedusha, or Kadosh, or Baruch, Zichr, you can go ahead and answer that before Elokai Don't you have to say Yeratzon? Say Yeratzon. Yeah, so you can do that also. That, 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 that's considered to a certain extent. And then you can say Kedusha. Then you can say Kedusha them, yes, correct. What about Ha'ech Kedusha? So you also start with the Chazan. You start with the Chazan. No, with the Chazan. Or you wait for him to... 
No, you should start with the Chazan. Most people say start with the Chazan. And say Kedusha with them, correct. Now, here's a very interesting question. So, based on this, based on this understanding, Litzlach had the following question, and we discussed it last week just related to Sphira, but in general. If we're going to say, the, the Tosfo says that when you hear something, it's as if you actually said it yourself, what happens if you are not sure whether you made a bracha and you want to listen for mitzvah and you want to listen to your friend's, friend's bracha? We gave the example last week of Sphira. I missed Sphira yesterday, and today it's still better if I, I want to hear, I can't count the bracha anymore, but Jack is still counting Baruch Hashem with the bracha. I said, I listened to Jack. Is that allowed? So that would depend on the machlokas. If it's actually like I say it, like Tosfos understands, then it's if I said it, and that's a bracha l'batala, you're over in Losisa. Because I'm not, if, if hearing is like I said it, and I'm not allowed to say the bracha anymore, Sphira says the Nod Behuda, then I can't listen to his bracha. Because it's if I said it, and if I, I can't say it, it's Losisa. But if it's like Rashi, which is how we paskin, then it's not a problem. Meaning Rashi just says listening is not as if you said it. Listening achieves, you know, as if you said it, but doesn't give you the full status. That's why it's only killing. Oh, okay, good. Okay, let's go into Rashi. Good. So one further question. This is amazing. Listen to this. Rav Shlomo Kluger asked the following question. Let's say I'm going to hear a shear in the morning. I'm not going to be... We discussed this in Simon Memzayin. A very, very, very important between the Mechabra and the Vilnagon. The Mechabra says that a Mechabra b'divrei Torah in Sarech Levarech. If you're just going to be thinking of divrei Torah before davening and you didn't make Berchas HaShach or Berchas HaTorah yet, it's okay. You don't have to. The Vilnagon says, what do you mean? Of course, if you're thinking, the Pesach says, V'gisa bo yomalai, the first parak in Yoshua, V'gisa bo yomalai, contemplate Torah day and night. And he says, Hegyon Libi, thinking is Hegyon Libi, so of course, even thinking should require Baruch HaSatorah. Interestingly, we said that the next the halacha, Sifkat and Gimel, the Mechaber says, if you write Divrei Torah, then you have to go ahead and make a bracha. And we asked the Taz, what's the difference, thinking or writing? And we came up with a beautiful, we saw that the whole purpose of learning is Vishinantem Levanecha, right? Ulemanatem Esbenechem is to teach. Writing accomplishes that. When you write something, I give my notes to Laser every day, I write something, it's going to accomplish. He's going to read them later. But if you're thinking in your mind, that doesn't accomplish that. So maybe that's the difference. That's why he would say that if you're writing, says the Mechaber, if you're writing, then you have to make the bracha. If you're just thinking, you don't have to. But the Vilna Gon says, no, even if you're thinking. What happens if Shlomo Kaluka says, now, nah, if I'm going to hear Shir in the morning, I'm not going to say a word, I'm not writing, I'm going to hear a dafyomi in the morning. Do I have to make bracha satora? So he says, this is what it depends on. The same machlokas, Rashi and Tosfos. If listening is if I actually said it, then I have to make a bracha. But if listening is not like I actually said it, says Rav Shlomo Kluger in the Sefer, Elif Shlomo, then I don't have to. And says, since we paskin like Rashi, where listening is not like speaking, the Shulchan Aruch we said, says that you do not, you, you listen, like Rashi says, and it's not a hefseik, whereas Tosfa says you still stop, just because the minimum does it, but don't have intention to, yotze, to be Yotzei Kedusha, says Tosfa, so otherwise it would be a hefseik. So says Rav Shlomo Kulu, since we paskin like Rashi, that listening is not a hefseik, it's not like you actually spoke it. If you're just going to share, just being a passive participant in the morning, you do not have to make Berach HaSatawah before that. Not according to the Vilna because if you're listening, you're certainly Mahara, you're certainly thinking. Okay, one other fascinating topic, and then we discussed last week, I did this really, really, really quickly, but I wanted to just discuss this a little bit further. We asked last week, 
that Rav Moshe Feinstein was asked the following question. Can you count someone who's Mechal Shabbos before Yassif? If you see someone mowing their lawn on Shabbos, can you include them in a minion? And we brought last week, we, what was the source for the minion? We said the word Besoch, Besoch, Benikdashdi, Besoch, Ben Israel. I will be sanctified from amongst Ben Israel. The Gezer Shavu to Besoch was, He badlu mitocha Eida, separate yourself from this bad Eida. And we saw Eida was the Gemara, that was by Korach. But the continuation of the Gemara is Megillah Daf Chav Gimel that says Eida, the source that Eida is 10, is from the Miraglim. There were 12 Miraglim. Rabbi Yehuda says there were 24, but most opinions there were 12 Miraglim. Two of them were excellent, were Kalev and Yoshua. 12 minus 2, Ed, is 10. So we have 10 left. And yes, just verify. So, so we have 10. Ada is 10. And therefore, since they were Rishaim, Rabbi Moshe says, and the source of a minion. You good? Okay, it took you a while, though. So the source is the Miraglim. Miraglim were bad people. If they're the source of Kedusha, Benekdashdi, Besoch, Benesrael, it's from the Raglim. Rav Moshe says in the Shasat Chak, in a time of uh, need, you can rely even on a Machal Shabbos to go ahead and count towards the minion. What if you have ten people, but five of them are not going to be davening? You need six people davening. So you need actually six people to, to be davening. Five, four people can listen, meaning they already davened, but you need at least a majority to be actually actively yeah, davening. So... Yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm get to that in a second. So, so if I don't answer, you'll tell me. Six. What? Shabbos is one of the six. I don't. He doesn't go into that. He doesn't go into that detail. But let me give you the other svara. That's a good question. Let me give you the other svara. So the Rabbeinu Bachaye says this is the wrong gersa. There is the Gemara. Listen to what he says. There's a Gemara in the Yerushalmi in Megillah that says the source of Betoch is not from is not from the Miraglim. It was actually the parsha we just had. It says, Vayavo b'nei Yisrael lishbor, the Ache Yosef, the brothers of Yosef, came to go ahead and to get, uh, to get uh, grain, sustenance. Vayavo b'nei Yisrael lishbor, b'soch habaim, amongst all the people that were flooding Mitzrayim during the Shno Sarov, during the years of famine, included amongst them were the Ache Yosef. Ki ayarav b'aretz kenan. The, the, the Gemara in Megillah actually includes this as, sorry, the, the uh, Yerushalmi actually has this as the source. And since the Yerushalmi learns this as the source, this does not, and the Che Yosef, they're the Shifteka, obviously they were not Risharim. If this is the real source, then you can't say, and this is actually what uh, I think Safik Ayam, who says, disagrees with, with Rav Moshe. Actually, who was the one who disagreed with Rav Moshe? I'll tell you in a second. So make, let me make sure I'm quoting it correctly. It was... Doo, 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 doo. Sorry, Orletzion. Orletzion was, uh, was an Akron. Orletzion says, I disagree, because Ramosha says you can count a, a, a Russia based on the fact that these people, he says that they were Kofrim. The Gemara says in Arachin that they were not Kofrim. They said, the Gemara says that these ten Miraglim, Ramosha says they're, they're Kofrim. If they deny Hashem's existence, then and so does the Mechal Shabbos before Hesia. So it's the Zelbazach. You can go ahead and include them. He, Gemara Arachin says as follows. Let me just read this Gemara to you. The Gemara says over there that um, the Gemara there is discussing that how do you know that, um, that the punishment is so great for Lashon Hara? Because the Miraglim said Lashon Hara and they were punished. We stay there 40 more years and right? Tisha B'Av, Right? You know, everyone knows the story. You're crying for no reason. I'll give you a reason to cry and you can have Tisha B'av. 
Gemara says it wasn't because they, they did lashonara; it's because they did kfira. They said something so blasphemous. Don't do lashonara. Said something so blasphemous. But says says the or let's see, the Gemara doesn't say that they were kofar. It just says they said something blasphemous. So you can't call them a kofar as far as being equal to to a mechal shabbos for Hesia. He says I don't like the I don't like the the comparison, and I'm going to disagree with whether Moshe. You cannot include them in. And he says the reason is because the source is really not from that. If you look at the Gemara, the, the Yushami, it says the source is really from the brothers of Yosef. Because there was no Shinosarav. And if you're learning from Sadiqim, then you don't learn any case that you can count someone who's Mechal Shabbos as part of the ten. So La'alacha, uh, most people seem to rely on Rav Moshe, that during a Shasat Chak you can count the tenth. But there are those opinions who says you can't because depending on the source of the halacha, depending on the source of halacha, it will tell us whether they were sharm or or tzaddikim. But the shlokim doesn't mention that they're a congregation. Ah, correct. Ada, excellent. Ada, we know already from Ada, we know already that they're ten from the miraglim. But v'nasat v'nikdashti besoch. The gzeir shavas the word besoch. V'nikdashti besoch ha'ada. From amongst, and here it says also that they were amongst those who came to Lishbar Ochel, um, because it also says he Eda. It also says separate by Korach, separate yourself. But that's Eda, and Eda is also by the Meraglim. But that's not the Gezer Shavu for Eidav Shabaglusha Pachos Mesara. When we and we'll discuss the topic later, when you can't have less than ten people, anything for Eidav Shabaglusha, Kriyas Torah, Baruch Kedusha Kaddish, all those things. But it's a word Mitoch. And Betoch is found by Ache Yosef, and if that's the Makkar, it's nothing to do with Rasharm, it's all Tzadikim, so there's no source to learn that you can include a, a, a uh, Kofar in the Minyan. Tomorrow we're going to discuss a new topic about Kishif, about Kishif, about magic, necromancy, and we're going to discuss La'alacha, whether one can go t- to watch or can employ a magician uh, based on his Kamara.